Hello and welcome to the Master of Mediocrity. As promised, we do have a friend on the podcast, Charlie Welling. Welcome. Oh, thank you for having me. Good to be here. Max, I like how you open up every podcast like it's an NPR podcast. <laughs> yeah, I like to keep it nice and low and dulcet tones. Next, we are going to have jazz plus jazz equals more jazz. <laughs> Our listeners love jazz. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I like to, you know, keep it professional. So Have to. Our topic for tonight is going to be our uh, our annual camping trip, the camping trip. Um, Fraser, you want to explain what that is? Yeah, it's not just a camping trip. It is the camping trip. It is the 18th annual camping trip, and uh, the the people who go every year um, are it's me, my brother Charlie. Say hi. How's it going? Again, Josh, who is currently living in Colorado, and my father, and we've gone for 18 years straight. Um, it's something that I, it's really special to me. You know, I, I love traditions and this is the tradition that I hold above any other. It's like the masters. <laughs> it's a tradition <laughs> unlike any other. Unlike any other. Jim Nance. Jim Nance. Shout out to Jim Nance. So yeah. Hello friends. Hello friends. So it's something that I hold really dear. It's something that really means a lot to me. Um, just to keep this core group of friends going for, I mean, pretty much my whole life. It's, it's incredible. It's something that you don't really see too often. Um, and it's it's something that's really special to me. You know, the times I have on this camping trip, I it's times I never forget. Um, memories every time we go, we always, something funny happens. You know, someone does something or we catch a big fit. It's just every single time it delivers on being a special occasion. And uh, yeah, it's, it's something that means a lot to me. So basically every single one of these camping trips, we do kind of the same things. I mean, we go and we go to Kring Point. We basically go there and fish. We Kring fish Point's in, in the Thousand Islands for those who don't know about Kring Point. A-Bay, it's like a little Shout more out there. to A-Bay. A-Bay. Pirate Hunt, Week. Pirate Week. Charlie is a big... Purple Ghost fan. Purple Ghost fan. <laughs> <laughs> Thousand Island Purple Ghost. Um, so yeah, basically we go we go fishing at Goat Island, which is not actually Goat Island. It's Morgan Island. It's Morgan Island, <laughs> but we've called it Goat Island ever since uh, my dad, Richie, just decided to call it that. We He's the king why. of the uh, misspeaking uh, and making names up for things that Mis- aren't the actual names. No, but he just goes with it. It's all about commitment. Like You have to commit to your wrongness, and it makes it more okay. Yeah. That's how it works. We accept it. We yeah. accept him for who he is as an incredible human being. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so basically we do that, then we like go and do a bunch of different shenanigans around it. Bay. Like we just get in a bunch of nonsense. So we wanted to like discuss some of those stories and topics that we do on the camping trip. Yeah. Share some of the stories that not everyone who's that close with us hears, you know, but these are, I don't know, stories that we, we've kind of accumulated. Over the 18 years, some of the years we end up not being able to fish or not being able to play certain sports or or not be able to swim because of the weather but one thing that is always held true is we always eat about six to seven dozen baker street bakery <laughs> cookies we shout do. to baker street shout to baker Nardo. street old billy goat so good um i've even made them one year one year i went into baker street because we didn't have any ready so i went in i had to i had to pinch it i pinched out the baker and made our own cookies <laughs> shout out to will leonardo shout out to patrick bochamp shout out to patrick buckley Himzo. 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 Holding it down for Bosnia. Just squad. <laughs> so what? What? So what is your guys' favorite fishing story? One of my fishing stories that didn't involve a large fish was uh, Charlie's the king of not catching anything. 
And <laughs> I hate to put him on blast like that. But, uh, yeah, so one, he usually pulls in seaweed and he's like, oh, I got one. I got a big one. I'm pulling it in. And we pulls it in and we're all like, dude, do I need to get the net? Like, yo, yo, let's go. Max, grab the net. And it's never a fish and we <laughs> always get mad at him. So he was, he was really, he's like, oh, I, actually, I got one. And he's pulling it in. We're like, Charlie, shut up. Like, you're full of shit. And all of a sudden he holds up a fish and he looks Mac square in his, in his eyeballs, deep in his retinas. And he goes, in your face. With like three with pelvic thrusts. three pelvic yeah. thrusts, just in your face. And that's one of my, I'll, I tell that story all the time just because I think like how ridiculous Charlie is. But. That, the seaweed big fish uh, routine, that really, it's been a running joke, but it hasn't really been funny since like 2007. <laughs> but it's it's one that I'm very comfortable with, so I just keep that going. You have to beat it on the ground. You are the, you are the goby king. Like in Thousand Islands, there's all these yes. gobies from France or something. Freaking French They fish. latch on to the uh, vessels and they yeah. come over from Europe. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really, what I'm doing is I'm doing the... Uh, game fishing community a service by 100%. killing them. So yeah. you're welcome. You might need to call them up and see if you can get like a bounty and for like every goby murdered you get like, I don't know, a cent. Just like a little something a little because something. you're doing Help it anyways and we usually feed them to the minx slash uh, uh, ferret, ferret slash, slash it's like a little weasel. Yeah, we're not <laughs> sure what they are but they love gobies. They love gobies and Charlie loves feeding them and they fight like little little snakes. <laughs> yeah, they're disgusting too. Yeah. They have like bubbly guts and. Oh, I hate when they like when you have to kill one and then they just like ooze everywhere and you're like, oh. Yeah, they're sudsy. Yeah. They're sudsy. So who do you think is the best fisherman on the camping Richie. trip? Richie. Richie. It's gotta be Richie. He's the for whatever reason he is. Well, he's the most patient. He's never vulnerable. He always keeps his shoes on. <laughs> um, he never lets himself be vulnerable. But he's the most patient. But. One thing that's incredible about Richie is he doesn't catch little fish. He either catches nothing for four hours or he just catches just slobs. Just monsters. He only catches river monsters or pond slobs or lake slobs. That's the only thing he pulls in. Just yeah. hoggers. No perch usually unless they're just big old fat perch. Yeah. He's no the... gobies. No gobies. Never seen him catch a goby. Always bullhead though. He's got a lot that. Of bullhead. There's one spot. Loves the fight. Yeah. Oh my god. He he just puts the he puts the bait right on the ground, right on the bottom, and he just starts reeling in like bullhead after bullhead after bullhead. I mean, he might catch ten bullhead in a night. It's unbelievable. Say what you want. They're a fun catch though. I like bullhead. They are. Yeah. They fight hard. They are fun. They're they not, roll. Mm-hmm. They're not the prettiest fighter. They're like Rocky and Rocky one. It's not the prettiest fighter. Yes, we're gonna bring up Rocky all the time on this podcast so get used to it and uh he's like rocky from rocky one he's not he's not flash those bullet aren't flashy but they they're grinders you he gets know? it done they get it done they'll yeah. s- they'll just settle down and they'll you know they'll put up a good fight we love giving them to josh too to get off the hook that's one thing we know he really enjoys doing so that's something we always give to him yeah it's but it's no pickerel I'll have to throw that out there. There's no pickerel. It's no pickerel. A pickerel is like a skinny northern pike, and northern pike is like a tiny lake barracuda. It's like a, a fat barracuda? garden tube. <laughs> it's, a fat, it's, a fat garden it's a fat garden tube with teeth. It's got big old mean teeth. Yeah, I don't like. I remember one time I caught one, 
and I didn't want to hold. I didn't know how to hold it because, like, in, with bass, you normally hold it on the mouth, right? You like you lip it and you like show it for the camera. I can never hold it right, but that's not the point. Um, but with Bar Lake Barracuda, you I didn't know how to hold it. But I was like, gotta hold it for the gill. So I was like, okay, I, I guess I'll hold it for the gill. So I try and hold it for the gill to pose for the photo. Obviously, I can't hold it. It squirms out, cuts my finger, got a bloody hand the rest of the camera trip. So that was good, but, you know. In Max's defense, one of the reasons he was never able to hold it, because he was overcompensating for a bad hip that he had at the time. <laughs> so, yeah, well, give yourself some slack. Different years, you know, we had good hips and bad hips, but what we always did is we made sure we played sports. Like, we always had, yes. there's there's two teams. Charlie, you want to talk about the teams? Sure. So, um, there's team Max and Charlie, which... Least creative name... Of all time. But it's similar to uh, Rocky and Rocky 1. It's to the point it gets the job done. His Except Rocky. It, his almost Rocky. never got the job done because my team, Team Pup and Suds, has dom that's Josh and I, we have dominated all camp activities for well over a decade. And you guys both know it's true. I know there's two over here, so you can easily gang up on me. But the facts speak for themselves. I think there. You guys have beaten us in shuffleboard. Once. Which we're getting way better at shuffleboard. We Maybe have shuffleboard twice. unlocked. No, I have shuffleboard on lockdown. Okay. Team Max Charlie has the edge in spike ball as well. One hundred percent. We got spike, spike ball. ball. Yep. We but have. Just, we just have the chemistry. You do. I think we're actually rounding into form now. I think you guys may have won the first ten mm -hmm. camping trips. Maybe the first twelve. But we're going to get the next 12, for sure. Yeah. Um, we have, we're in our prime now. Yes. You know, 25, we're killing it. You know, back is all good. We got no issues. We got spike ball. We got shuffleboard. We got any other sport you want to take us in badminton again, we got you. Yes. I couldn't disagree with you more, Skip, because... <laughs> Your back was never the issue, let's be honest. It was a, <laughs> it was a sleeper agent hip, hip disability that has never really been fixed. It's True or false? One partially been fixed, partially not been fixed. The okay. discs are just, they're stronger now. They're like iron. Yeah, yeah. They, they like welded together and now they're just one stronger disc. Are you talking about, is this an Iron Man situation? Did yeah, you go yeah, in a yeah, cave yeah. and some random guy who didn't speak English well attached a uh, battery to your heart? All I know is it worked. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, um, but. Another sport that we play, we used to play all the time. There's this putt-putt course. Up in A Bay, oh, no. that every time we go by, we say, "Dude, this place was probably so sick in the seventies." The seventies, at least. In the seventies, at least, there it's huge. It has giant wooden ships. It has an American and a U.S. side putt putt course. It has American Ca Canadian, American, American Canadian. What I say? American, American U.S. Which oh, is American the same U.S. Thing. Same thing. Don't care. Long hair. Don't care. So it has the U.S. and Canadian side. It had bird cages. It had wooden oil tankers it had a, <laughs> it had a lookout post it had a draw or a huge, huge suspension bridge, bridge yeah. that we'll get to we'll cover in a little bit oh, sure. yeah, we got that. it had a river running through it it had a big blue slash green pond filled with al algae and algae algae and algae and mm -hmm. alligators not alligators so it's just absolutely disgusting yeah, but terrible. this place it it was probably incredible. Like, Pristine in like 1973. Mm -hmm. Exactly. When yeah. it first opened. Yeah. So we're playing there and Max has a little bit of a temper when it comes to sports. No, it's mostly when I start doing bad. I was doing really well when I was doing well at Putt-Putt. But at a certain point on like the 25th hole, I started getting a little frustrated. You which did. so happened to be on a boat. So <laughs> this brings us to 
the wooden oil tanker. And the wooden oil tanker is very important in this, the schematics of the putt-putt course. It is dead center in the far back. It's the biggest thing you see. So this place, as we said, is very rundown. Max is very frustrated to the point of pure rage. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know about that, but... <laughs> Max is literally... I see steam coming out of his ears. So Max... True Max fashion. Actually, Max has never done anything wrong in his entire life, and it drives me crazy. I used to have to force him to bring, to have him come out and play Ding Dong Ditch. Except in 2000, when Max, when it was about, oh, I don't know. I'm so scared right now. A week after Thanksgiving, <laughs> and it was very crispy in the air, and Max, I think, lost probably like his seventh or eighth consecutive game of one-on-one where I just bully balled him. Oh, no. And Max decided to take the ball and just launch it at my backboard <laughs> not purposely at your back <laughs> to be honest it was a plastic backboard and that thing shattered somehow i was I've never seen like plastic 45 shattered. pounds and i tried to throw it to you i was angry and i did break your backboard i'll never forget that okay no 45 pounds of pure fury and rage okay so first off if i put this i'm gonna put this on the podcast right now i'm gonna put it in in wax if i buy you a new basket would that make up for me breaking your basket? I'm going to speak for Charlie here. No. I'll never forgive you. You'll never forgive me? No. <laughs> 45 pounds of shivering purple nipples. <laughs> okay, let's, let's digress okay. and not talk about that On that note, let me get back to the story. So Max, as I said, is furious because I'm a golfer, and that slightly has translated over to putt-putt. So I'm waxing Max's ass real good. Real good. Real good. Not so well for me. we're on the oil tanker. Josh is up front opening up the door yelling, Brittany! Brittany Drexel! Because <laughs> at that point, Brittany Drexel was lost. Not funny. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> so it's not funny. It's, it's not fu- a funny topic. It's funny. It's... <laughs> but... So he's opening up the captain hatch, pretending to look for her. and goes, Brittany! Brittany, are you in there? And as Josh is doing that, Max takes the club above his head like he's Paul Bunyan chopping wood and he comes down with the fury of freaking Thor. He comes down and puts about a softball hole in the floor of the oil tanker. Of the rotten, rotten, rotted out shit. So Max goes, oh, shit. Guys, check this out. And proceeds to lift it up again and take another big bad big daddy hack at the oil tanker, putting another hole in it. Josh and I are now at this point, we're over by the hole on the right side. We're laughing, we're we're putting, and all of a sudden I look over and I see this old rundown golf cart coming in. Oh, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'm, already, uh, I'm, I'm like, oh shit, right here we go. Alright, act natural, just like everyone like putt, pretend like we're just like not doing anything. So Josh and I are putting, and we see the oil tanker. There's stairs on either side around back. So the guy comes around back. He comes through the front of the oil tanker. He comes around back where we are. There's two sets of stairs. There's a stair on the left side where Josh and I are standing, and there's stairs on the other end of the oil tanker where Max and Charlie are standing. So the guy gets out of his golf cart, and I see like out of corn my eye because I'm just pretending to putt. He sprints up these stairs, and he goes, you better get the fuck off my car right now! <laughs> just, it's so loud. Just freaks out, and I'm like, oh, shit. So I give him, like, a little, like, hezzy. Hezzy pull up Jimbo. I give him a little hezzy. I, Josh and I go by. I'm in purple Crocs, mind you. 
So Max and Charlie are on the other side. He starts. He obviously saw Max doing that. So he makes a beeline for Max. Max runs down the stairs. I can't see them at this point. So I'm <laughs> just running up this old dried out creek bed. And in my Crocs, Josh falls. I look back to my left. We're, this is probably like all of 10 seconds went by. Mm. I look back on my left and I just see Max and Charlie sprinting over the suspension bridge. This thing bouncing like it's on the west coast during an earthquake this thing's going up and down down. i'm thinking oh my god this cannot be real so i see him i see them come to the end i see the other guy the guy who's chasing them follow him up he comes about the top he slows down but we're still sprinting we get to josh's jetta blue jetta and we're all dying laughing charlie max charlie josh and i are all dying laughing i look in the back Max is literally translucent. He I go is white. so I go, white. I go full white. And I'm white. like, Max, like, lighten up. So he obviously, he honestly didn't turn back to a normal hue until we got back to the campsite 20 no, miles. No, no, no. He was I may shivering. not have turned the right color until we went back to Rochester. Because, the, the so we get back to the campsite. I'll take it from here. Okay. We take, okay, so we get back to the campsite. I'm, like, dying because I don't, I feel so terrible. I did something wrong. I'm like, oh, what do I do? What did I just do? I get back to the campsite. I'm like, oh, no, this guy's going to find me. Like, I was convinced <laughs> that this guy knew who I was, knew where we were, knew where we were camping and everything. So I was, like, so afraid. The funny thing is, this brings us to our, like, next most ridiculous place we've ever been to besides that putt-putt course, is that next morning, I thought he was going to see us at Beefers. I was oh, convinced because Beefers was right next door. If you don't know what Beefers, Charlie, let Lisa so know what Beefers, Beefers is. is the Gorilla Buffet. Um, their slogan is, I survived Beefers, which is a good uh, description because that's what you do. You don't enjoy it. You survive it. It's, uh, I don't know why they call it the Gorilla Buffet. But it has... I do. <laughs> it's called the Gorilla Buffet because you eat dinner while a gor- stuffed gorilla watches you eat. That's why it's called the Gorilla Buffet. And I, and we do that going in because we read the Google reviews or the, or the Yelp, Yelp reviews, reviews yeah. and said, if you enjoy eating your food by while being watched by a stuffed gorilla, you'll love this restaurant. A 12-foot stuffed gorilla. But what I do remember, though, is, Charlie, you enjoyed it. You tried to convince us it was good. I had, like, 17 or 18 plates. Um, the French toast sticks were pretty good. The bacon, I mean, if you threw it at a wall, it wouldn't shatter, but it would leave a greasy stripe as it <laughs> fell down the wall. <laughs> yeah, that place is not good. They had good water. Yeah. That's always good to hear about a restaurant. Food sucked, water, incredible. Service, trash. <laughs> there are some places, though, like in the A Bay area, Alexandria Bay area, that does have good food. Like, what's your favorite place to eat there? Um, oh, Fisherman's Wharf, a.k.a. Admiral's Wharf. Admiral's Inn, a.k.a. <laughs> it had uh, Taylor a Swift. waitress as a t- who was Taylor Swift one year. Yeah, she definitely looked like Taylor Swift. Um, we actually don't know the name of it. We call it something different every year. We're I think we picked that up from Richie. Um, but it oh, is. Hello. Sorry, sorry, that was my girlfriend. We got a podcast going on. I know. Here. I love oh. you, Katie. Sorry, I'll call you later. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, they have really good nachos. Um, there's a special, like, uh, punny name for him, but I can't think of it. And, um, I think Max once got, like, lasagna there. 
I don't know about awesome. lasagna. I probably had clam chowder. I'm all about that clam chowder. But we always go to that one place that's right next to that that has ice cream. Oh, I think my yes, dad is little over fudge. Little over fudge. Go, Max. That's right next to a store where you bought your girlfriend the toe ring. We all. Well, you guys convinced all me to buy the to- Max's girlfriend at the time. Ring. Toe rings. I think you guys convinced me that there would need to be a toe ring, and I just wanted to. They were beautiful toe they rings. They were. They were had. They were mood changing. One was a peace sign classic. Classic. Classic, classic toe, toe ring. Yeah. yeah. So Sterling another. Sterling silver. Twenty-four karat girl gold. <laughs> gold. <laughs> so another girlfriend time. Oh, I wish no. Josh was here oh, to tell no. the story. Oh no! I already know. So we're all sitting in the 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 tent, and Max is out. How old? How old are we, Charlie? Thirteen, fourteen, maybe. Charlie's our. Charlie's Max our age. Max was probably on his like seventh or eighth girlfriend. Yeah, probably just like had you know a lot of two week girlfriends you know at that time. So <laughs> yeah. it was one of the is one of those. Yeah. We were like fourteen, fifteen, yeah. freshman year, eighth grade, something like that. Yeah, 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 totally. So, was it Aaron? No, we're, we're not doing names. names. No we're names. Yeah, names. I know exactly who it is. We do not need to that talk was an elementary way. school girlfriend. I don't even know where she's at now, but. Okay. We're not going to name him. So he was on a phone call with this girl, and Charlie, Josh, and I are all sitting in the sitting in the tent, like thinking, like, how are we going to mess with Max? Like, we got we got to mess with him somehow. We should preface this by <clears throat> saying we have a rule: um, no phone usage when the sun is out. Yeah. Because um, it just it's helps staff everything. Yeah, helps yeah. staff your phone, especially in this t- like this time of eight, day this and age. day and age, especially where. Um, I mean, technology just consumes everyone. Everyone's on their phone all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like you can walk around, you see people with their heads down. I mean, I'm guilty of it too, but it it's gotten really bad. But this is something that we still do. No phones out while there's light, besides yes. taking photos of big daddy big hogs. Fish. Yes. Big Sorry, fish. sorry to interrupt, Fresh. Go ahead. That's all good. No, that was a good interjection, Charlie. Okay. So we're all sitting there like, how are we gonna like mess with Max? Like, we got to do something. We can't just let him. He's been on the phone. We feel like it's been an eternity. It's probably, it's probably in reality. Been five, ten minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes max. So we're all sitting there, like how we mess. Josh goes, "I'm going to, I'm going to get buck naked. I'm going to sit on his lap." So <laughs> no, he didn't say he's going to sit on. So he, I mean, he's like, "I'm going to get butt naked and walk around out there." We're like, "Dude, don't do it, don't do it." So he's like, "No, I'm doing it." So all of a sudden, he just like takes, starts taking off his shirt, slips off his gray champion sweatpants. <laughs> C9 sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> so he takes Shout out to Marion. Shout out to Marion. No, I say if they're Marion, they're probably Gap. Gap. They have to be Gap. To Gap Josh was freaking fleeced out. Gap. Head to toe, just like stunt and Gap all day, every day. Mm-hmm. So Josh gets butt naked. Not a single piece of clothing. No boxers, no, no hat, nothing. No Gap. No Gap, nothing. Only Gap is between his legs. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh God, <laughs> thigh gap. So true, though. Shout out to thigh gap. So, so Josh is butt naked at this point, and we're all dying. We're dying laughing in the tent. Max doesn't know what's going on because Max is facing the water. We're always at fifty four campsite fifty four, right on the water, looking out at the bay. So Max is at the campfire, looking out at the bay. Josh walks around, and he's like out at the camps campfire. I have never laughed so hard in my entire life. It. It, it's one of those times where you laugh so hard you don't make noises anymore. You've superseded all laughter noises and just becomes like pure rib pain. So we're dying. And all to put the cherry on top, Josh 
sits on Max's fucking lap, butt naked, <laughs> right on my lap. I had no idea how to handle the situation. Matt- I'm like, what? Uh, what did? You, what just happened? How? Why is there a naked person on me? Oh like, my I God. just did not know what to do. So funny. I like. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw him do it, and. It's just like this was before Max was comfortable with human contact as well. So this was this was a big deal for Max. I feel Max. like I'm just getting on blast here. This was a big deal for Max. <laughs> I have I know I have another good campfire story. Uh-huh. Let's uh huh. Let's hear it. So uh, you know, whenever we're doing stuff throughout the day, there's always this period of time where we always just get mad tired and everyone has to nap. I mean, if you're on a camping trip, you all have at like two to three o'clock where everyone's just like, "No, I'm tired. We're napping. I'm exhausted." So yeah. We all find our different places to nap. Uh, my dad always naps on like rocks, just like, <laughs> like really, like really jagged, like really uncomfortable, very uneven rocks. We have a and picture. Then out. We have a picture of him sleeping on the ground next to an air mattress. It's <laughs> <laughs> not. It's not a set photo. He literally fell asleep next to an air mattress. Yeah, jeans like, on, white t-shirt on, just tilts the mesh trucker hat down a little bit. Doesn't even really take it off. Just tilts it down a little. Folds the ankles and just snoozes. Gets horizontal. He always goes, oh, I sleep better outside. (laughs) So weird. Weird how you do that. But so I remember one time, Fraser found Mm. himself on the air mattress by himself, by the fire. Mm. And uh, he was just hanging out there. And I get get the idea, I talk to Josh and Charlie, I go, hey guys, we should get some fireworks and light them off right next to Fraser. Genius idea to me. Um, Execution, I'll get into that later. So we go, we have to drive like 10 minutes, go get some random fireworks. We get some smoke bombs mostly and like some sparklers. Yes. We bring them back to the campsite and we light them off right <laughs> near the air mattress. Be like, oh, it'll be sick. We'll get like a video of it. We'll get Frazier, you know, with the smoke going over his head. It'll be sweet. So we light them off. Uh, needless to know, uh, those let off. Needless to say. Needless to say. Or no. Who's to know? So we let, the, we, <laughs> we let them off and they go off. And there's sparks flying everywhere, and they're going all over the air mattress. If you ever done that next to an air mattress, it starts to melt it. Yeah. So that went really poorly, and Fraser was pissed because the next night he had to sleep. Well, I had to sleep because it was my fault on the ground because I had blown up the air mattress. You got freaking pwned. Yeah, it was a really bad idea. I <laughs> shouldn't actually have done got that. pwned for sure on that one. Yeah, but so. We bought the fire axe. We always seem to buy, like, random trinkets. Like, those tow rigs we're talking about. We always seem to buy, like, yes. random things. What's, like, the best thing you've ever bought on the camping trip? Well, so they have, uh, at this one little um, hobby shop, <clears throat> they have these little rubber uh, bracelets that have, like, different, like, phrases on them. Like, faith, love, hope, peace. Different mm-hmm. colors. They're, like, pastel colors. And I know that... Uh, I've had them for years, the same ones, and I think I think you guys do too. Yeah, jo- and I always had one, and Josh always had one. They always like turn the, just the color; they get rid of all the sayings on it because you wear them so long. You know, they're not indented, so you just keep going. So that you say that was your favorite. That's the most memorable for yeah. me. Yeah, that's yours too. Well, it's not the most memorable, but it's something that we always talk about getting. There's a frying pan that weighs about seventy five pounds. It's at the Thousand Islands Bait Store. And every year we talk about buying it. The old giant skillet. It's seventy five dollars. Yeah, it's so overpriced. There's <laughs> it's no way. It's so big, but we always talk. You about could buying. cook a baby in it. 
if you wanted to. If you, <laughs> if you wanted, wanted to. to. I mean, hey. <clears throat> we also, I remember when we bought at that store, we all bought different hats. They all said yes. Thousand uh, Island Bait, bait, shop. bait yep. shop. But they all had different, they're all different colors. Foam trucker hats. They were um, so bad. The first time we bought them, I bought a green one. We, I don't, what color did you get, Max? I think yellow. And we got, we, Frazier wasn't with us, but we got him a beautiful brown one. Beautiful mocha. He hated foam it. Foam trucker. He hated it. The ugliest so one we could find. <laughs> it was super ugly. Max took a picture of his, I think it was his Thousand Islands hat on his Instagram. And the, this was when he did hats for a month and he did chocolate smoothie. So good. Hashtag chocolate smoothie. Hashtag chocolate smoothie. Okay. I'm Max, sure, no, we, we don't know, spell check. No, oh yeah, we don't non- spell check. Fraser obviously doesn't spell check. Hell no. <laughs> Dyslexic as shit. Yeah, dude. I, I'm like trying, like, all right, we're posting this, we're posting that. I'm like, Fraser, you gotta edit this. You gotta bring it back. He always is like just misspelling stuff. But so you you rang me the one time I misspelled something. Oh, uh, chocolate smoothie. So good. So good. Hashtag so good. So good. So the weather isn't always the best up there. But one time we had what seemed like Hurricane Irma come in over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This thing came in. Will 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 Leonardo was up there. We had it was Will Leonardo, Jack Leonardo. Shout out to Will the Beast. Shout out Will the Beast. Follow him on Instagram. Find him on follow him on Instagram. Will the Beast five one two two. Yep. Thank you for Charlie. Uh, Jack, Patty, P Bucks twenty three. Shout, mm-hmm. to, Shout to Rick. Shout to Rick. Slick Rick holding it down. So Rick was there. Uh, Clance dance. Yep, Spalding. Spalding. Follow him at the Shout official the Spalding. <laughs> the official Spalding. Follow him on Instagram at the official Spalding. Follow him on Snap, Fancy Clancy twenty four. So we're all up there, and this this monster thunderstorm comes in. Will decides he's like, I'm gonna go down with the ship. He's sitting there in a lawn chair. <laughs> he's sitting down there in a lawn chair, and this thing just comes in. And he's just got, like, his arms raised. He's like, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And this thing just comes in. Just like. <laughs> it was destroying us. It was ridiculous. So, four, I mean, at least four feet of rain down, came down that night. And after that, all the turtles, all of the, the amphibians. So, we're catching these things called moose frogs that we, we invented the name for. Yeah. These things are the size of a 12 basketball shoot this thing is a monster so we're catching those we're putting them in buckets we caught four turtles Mm -hmm. so i get the idea i'm big fancy factory or yeah ridiculousness Mm -hmm. uh rob dyrdek fan and they did turtle racing i'm like dude let's do a turtle race on the beach it will be from start to freedom start to freedom freedom is the water start is like the whatever peach the race to freedom the race to freedom so the race to freedom is top five moments for me. So yeah. this we is, named all the turtles. We did. We had a name for each one of the turtles. There was Carlos, one Carlos, two, two. Pedro, and my turtle Speedy Clack 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 Claxton. Yeah, so which we didn't do very well. No, he came in last. <laughs> he so, was not granted his freedom. He no. was not. What we, we cooked him. We made turtle soup. On <laughs> a Speedy Clack 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 Claxton. Yeah, it didn't go well. So we're all sitting there. It's probably like ten o'clock at night yeah, at this point. And we're all standing there on the beach. We made lanes. We wrote Start to Freedom. And we're all standing around these four turtles. And we all drop them. And we just start screaming. We go, go! Go, Speedy! Go! Go, Carlos! We're all losing our mind. Like, 
You would have thought we were, had a million dollars on the freaking Kentucky Derby. Yeah. We're all yelling for our horse to win. This is actually might be just as important as Kentucky Derby to us. It I, was to yeah, us. Yeah. So we're just losing our minds. We're like, go, go. And Carlos just barely, Carlos won. Jack's turtle barely edged out Pedro, I think, mm-hmm. for the win to freedom. Yeah. And that, I mean, I've never felt so invigorated. I was just like, I felt like I got pumped up for electricity. Shout out to Volt high action. <laughs> Volt, it's like, Volt, that green. Volt, no, no. Volt, the, Drinks like an energy drink. Kicks like a soda. <laughs> Wait, I got that worse. mixed up. I, I got know. that mixed up. It's all good. All right. Don't worry about it. That was Spark. Oh, okay. Max just handed me this sheet. Speaking of drinks. Oh, it looks like I got a live read. Live read. This uh, seems like this podcast is brought to you by Arizona. Herbal energy tonic. Bruce juice. Also known as Bruce juice. AKA. Whose slogan is run hard, which was coined by Bruce Gender back in the 1980s when he was at his high school track meet and he was running with a massive erection. <laughs> oh, and, it was, and he won. Oh, Everyone knows Bruce, no. Gen- Bruce Gender was the 1976 Olympic decathlon champion. Run hard. Bruce Juice. And that's our live read for the day. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> it. Shout out to Longball Ackerman. Um, yeah, so... What? Yeah, it looks, so it looks like we're hitting on our uh, 30 minutes. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll come with some more topics and we'll have to like bring some people in and talk about them. Uh, we have, might have more stories. We have uh, the 18th annual coming up this weekend, so there might be some more stories we got to talk about from that. So... Um, stay tuned to our random adventures. We hope you enjoyed all the uh, stories we have. Um, and uh, have a good night. Love you all. Goodbye. No, bye. say bye for real, Charlie. Bye, love you. Thank you. So much. We love you all. Forever. Bye.